Welcome back to Womenology. Sarah, how are you? Good. How are you? How am I? Uh, as, as you can tell in our little pre-show confab, <laughs> I'm a little frustrated and worked up and maybe just a tad bit tired and exhausted, but uh, I I will soldier on, Sarah. It's what the people want. It's what the people want. How are you? How's your week been? Uh, went by quickly. Can't complain about that. Yeah. Halloween is approaching. Love that. Are, are you, do, do you do anything for Halloween? No, I just watched uh, horror movies all month long. And, right. And, and continue to be under blankets when possible. You know what I just watched over the weekend? What? Sinister 2. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you did you see it? I haven't seen the the second one, but I saw the first one. Now the first one was good, right? Uh, parts of it. Yeah, the second one was pretty good too. I mean, I wouldn't say it was you know stellar. I mean, it's not The Conjuring, but it's still. I I thought it was scary enough to keep me to keep me invested. Hmm. Um, okay. The I, I, something that has always horrified me, and this is. And I think this is part of the reason, like, why I would watch Investigation Discovery is I am terrified of torture. You know, sure. it's one thing if you get shot or if you get killed, but if you're sitting there and you're tied up and you're just watching what's about to happen to you mm-hmm. and you, that build up, that kind of, I, I, that just really yeah. does a number on me. Uh, I don't enjoy it either. <laughs> no <laughs> not not into it no um are you at all interested in reading the testaments the sequel to the handmaid's tale no okay <laughs> thanks for asking though and now we're gonna move on <laughs> why was there a reason that you want me to want me to read it well, it's just there's there's a significant amount of torture oh no i i can't it yeah, it makes me very, very anxious. Um, okay, so, so so it's not like scary, like you know, but we like it. It's like scary, and we try to avoid it. Yes, I guess. Yeah. Right. I think I yes. Uh, so speaking of scary and wanting to avoid it, uh, and Dennis torture. Quaid <laughs> and torture. <laughs> Twenty six years old banging a sixty year old. Um, so Dennis Quaid who I'm trying to think what he's been in. Dennis Quaid, what has he been in? Well, when you brought this up, I think I said, and I quote, who is Dennis Quaid? <laughs> and I said, oh, he's Meg Ryan's ex-husband. And then I was like, who's Meg Ryan? But I do remember Reg- Meg Ryan. Um, right. I remember she was the thing in the 90s. She was. She was big in the 90s, and yeah, and she just sort of fell off, but you know what? And everyone everyone blames the cosmetic surgery she got. Okay. And I don't think it had as much to do with the cosmetic surgery as it had to do with the fact that she, when she, she was filming a movie called, I think, Body of Proof with Russell Crowe. And she and Crow had an affair, and she was married to Dennis Quaid at the time. And she was oh, the girl next door, yeah. right? It's she was the girl next door, and her audience was women, and women loved her, I think, because they trusted her, and she was non-threatening. She was cute, but she wasn't gorgeous. She could be you, you trusted her, and then when you find out that she was having an affair with a guy who was in a relationship, who had a girlfriend. I think that's what did her in. But of course, keep in mind, Dennis Quaid, her ex-husband, uh, a total poon hound who was screwing around left and right and nobody blinked an eye. Nobody cared. So I have his IMDb up here. And uh, if you are my age, you will remember Dennis Quaid from The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. <gasps> right. <laughs> and nothing else. And Really? So I know he's done more, but I, I can't. Nothing uh, else. <laughs> He does movies with that dog, A Dog's Purpose, where the dog dies, and then he keeps coming back. I, again, can't Spoiler see alert. that. What? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Well, it's, I mean, it's fairly well known. Like, that's the premise of the movie, is that the dog dies and he keeps coming back. 
so yeah, so I guess the summary is uh, Dennis Quaid hasn't done shit except bang women half his age for the past ten years or whatever. Well, he however many he has in a fairly extensive IMDb. I just I haven't I have only seen the Parent Trap. <laughs> Literally, that is it. Yeah. So he. Dennis Quaid is what how old is he 60 what 60 what now 65 and his fiance Mm -hmm. as they say in France (laughs) is 26 right god bless them bless their heart and they are now engaged so you know I'm just gonna call it here she's in it for the money there I said it Um, this says here she's a PhD student, so I'm good. Yeah, for that doesn't make it any better. Finding a source of income. It's, uh, it's rough out there. I get it. Uh, let's see. However, Instagram sleuth account Best of Bravo managed to screenshot an intimate and detailed post from Savoy's personal page before she deleted the private account. Love you forever, DQ, my best friend, my partner, and my soulmate. She captioned the photo of her ring, which features a cushioned diamond on a simple gold band, as well as an intimate selfie with Quaid. You make me better and the world brighter, and I love doing life with you. Huh. Okay. Well, she revealed we'll enjoy that the couple- it for the next um, right. 12 or so years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sex has to be awful, right? I don't know, man. Oh man, <laughs> dude, it's in the syllabus. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> we don't want to uh, shame him, or do we? Um, I'm fine with shaming him. I'm I'm not about to shame her because you know, like I said, I I I get this. <laughs> that academic job market, you know, you gotta have a plan B. It's a pretty good one. <sighs> okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> I'm not mad at her. Yeah, whatever. I don't know, man. 65 years old, dating a 26-year-old. Just gross. It's just gross. It is gross. She's got a nice ring, though. It's a gorgeous ring, and hey, they're legal, and it's consensual, and bless both your hearts, and God bless, and fuck you. (laughs) Maybe Dennis Quaid will write a think piece for the cut in which he uh, (laughs) ruefully (laughs) questions whether his wife will leave him or is constantly thinking about leaving him so on and so forth right like oh my god maybe yeah exactly maybe maybe he'll write an essay about banging a younger much younger woman oh my god i'm looking at his face oh he used to be so handsome what happened dude well he's well i mean it's no that's not aging that's work (laughs) that's a a, a ton of work oh you know that's not that's not the ravages of time no. Oh, you know, speaking of the ravages of time, mm. but not really. Have you watched the that series on Amazon called Modern Love? No, I heard it was terrible. I have to say, I was not impressed with it. Yeah, no one I, seems to be. I was not impressed with it. There were there was one episode about this young woman. She was like twenty two, and she uh, had daddy issues. And so she got involved with her 50-something-year-old boss, but for her, it was about dating her father. Like, she was she was recreating the relationship with her father that she never had. Okay. But for him, of course, it was about sex. Sure. <laughs> so he takes her out, and then, mind you, like, they'd hung out many times, and she's, you know, she's got her arm in his, and she hooks her arm in his, and they're walking around, and... She sits on the bed with him and they're listening to classical music and whatever. And so he takes her out one day in New York and he buys her this really expensive coat and he, he's watching her try it on and he goes over to her and he kisses her and she's like, ew, what are you doing? And he goes, wait a minute, what? Like, I thought that's what you wanted. She's like, no, like you're old enough to be my father. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking, I, I don't know if the writers were just lacking in self-awareness or what, because just watching it, I thought she's an idiot. Like she had to have known what she was, that she was sort of right, leading him to believe that this was a romantic interest. And she acted so offended when he actually thought it was a romantic interest. And of course, you know, he, she works with him and he's her, you know, senior above her in the company. And of course, just whatever. 
in any case, there was another episode with Anne Hathaway. Okay. And she suffered from bipolar disorder. So she would have, you know, the manic highs and then the very, the low lows and every guy she would, she would lose every guy she would date because really everybody, she would lose jobs. She would lose friends because she would never tell anybody about her bipolar. And I watched that and I thought, you know, I don't know why it bothered me because I felt like bipolar is very manageable. Oh, and well, it is if you manage it. Yeah. It, it, but she, you know, was kind of taking pills, but not, and she wasn't managing it. And I thought, this is, I don't like how this is depicting bipolar disorder. Because it didn't really make it clear that she was suffering the way she did because she wasn't managing it properly. And I think it it, it made bipolar disorder look far more extreme and alienating than it is. You know, it's it's man, it's very manageable, and I I didn't get that from that uh, from that one. Well, I mean, I I uh, would assume it's kind of like a spectrum, right? Like probably for some people it is manageable, and for some it's probably not. But I mean, but it was totally manageable for her because at, at, by the end she said, and then I just started taking this pill, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> and, and then it hold was on, fine. and hmm. yeah, pretty much like. You mean you had the power to fix this the whole time and you didn't? Or maybe well, she didn't. I don't know. TV pretty regularly gets mental health stuff wrong. But keep no, keep in mind, these are all based on real essays that were in the New York Times. So these are real. This wasn't fiction. Did So did you read the, um, the twin essay? No. So I no, wonder... I, I mean, I, I wonder if liberties were taken with the essay, or maybe yeah, the maybe. essay just glossed over <laughs> the ending as well. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just very uncomfortable with mental illness being portrayed as unmanageable or or so dark that you know you you're never going to find a relationship and you're never going to be able to keep a job. And in any case, so that episode didn't thrill me. There was another episode with John Slattery, who I love, yeah. and Tina Fey, and they were this married couple. And I got it five minutes. I tuned out. I did not give a shit about either one of them. I just thought, oh, oh really? you both seem unsufferable. Yeah. Didn't like it. The only one I really did like was Dev Patel and Catherine Keener. And they, he plays a dating app creator, and she's a journalist, and she's doing a profile for him in The Times, I think. Okay. And he sort of breaks the fourth wall and starts telling her about this relationship that he had and how they had the woman that he was with had cheated on him. And so they broke up and then he found out through friends or whatever that she years later that she was engaged. And so the journalist tells this story of how she had a similar situation where she met this man in, I want to say Paris, Italy or Paris and they were supposed to meet up and she gave him a copy of Anna Karenina and she put her number in it, contact info, and he lost the book. Okay. And so they never met up and, you know, she spent all this time, all this year, this many years thinking about what could have happened. And she got into this marriage and it's sort of this dead marriage and she's going to a book signing and who shows up but this guy. And the guy's played by Andy Garcia, who, unlike Dennis Quaid, has aged extremely well. <laughs> And so they go out to dinner and of course, you know, he's in a marriage where, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're good friends. And the, you know, that, that part has sort of the romance has died and the kids are getting older or the kids are much older now. And he's very upfront and says that he wants to rekindle something with her. And she's thinking, no, I can't do that. She goes home, he goes home and he, spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear how this one ends, you might want to tune out now for a couple minutes or speed up about five minutes. He goes home and he says to his wife that he wants to work on things. And she goes home and she says to her husband, I think we're done. Okay. So I liked that. And then she ended up writing this profile of this dating app guy. And in the profile, she, she writes this story about how he tells her about the ex-girlfriend and how, you know, he wonders what if... And of course, the ex-girlfriend reads it, breaks up with her now fiance, and goes, goes back to the dating app founder. 
I really liked that. I thought it was very, I thought that was a very cheerful and very positive. And I love Dev Patel and I love Catherine Keener. So it was, I liked it, but right. uh, it was but very that was hit the or only miss. episode you liked. Yeah, it was very hit or miss. I was expecting better just from everybody on Twitter talking about how much they were all crying like babies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was hit or miss for me. Okay. So yeah, I haven't even tried it. Yeah, it's it's something cute if you're stuck in bed and it's like a gloomy day out, and, you know, and you have nothing else to do, watch it. But it's not it's not a something I would jump to see. Okay. Uh, so you sent me an article from the Huffington Post mm-hmm. about. <laughs> oops, sorry. <laughs> from uh, a Ernst and Young woman's training program, women's leadership. Training. women's leadership yeah. mm-hmm. uh, why don't you uh why don't you read read it for people <laughs> okay so um <laughs> hold on to your butts yeah last year which um was 2018 <laughs> 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 just, just so we're all on the same page uh ernst and young which is an accounting firm had a leadership seminar um, about women's empowerment. It was a day and a half. There was a 55-page presentation. Uh, the training was called Power, Presence, Purpose. And um, in the midst of this training, uh, at this point in 2018, Ernst & Young was also in the middle of firing people over sexual harassment. Um they uh let's see so there if you don't know ernst and young it's a it's a large corporation um they have 270,000 employees um they so when they do have a sexual uh harassment settlement or uh discrimination accusation it tends to make national news um somehow this power power purpose poise thing power presence purpose there we go <laughs> power presence purpose thing um didn't get into the news until this week but essentially it is what i imagine um being a debutante would be like yeah it's what it is is mrs uh it's it's the hawthorne school for exceptional girls yeah that's what it is yeah um so basically it's Basically, this leadership seminar um, focused almost entirely on what women wear, how women speak, uh, what women do with their hair, and how they interact with men. Yeah, that I saw the, you know, no bottle blondes. Yeah, I don't. I, I thought that was weird. <laughs> I don't. I thought that was weird because I don't. I don't know. I don't know when that. Like what. What does that even mean? Like that obviously flies at Fox News. You know what I mean? Right. It's they're thinking that it looks cheap. Um, but it it doesn't if it's not. <laughs> so so I don't know. As a bottle blonde, I was like, hmm, <laughs> I wonder, wonder what that means. Um yeah. I'm actually brunette at the moment and enjoying it, but anyway. Um <laughs> Don't flaunt your body was one of the tips uh, at this em- women's empowerment seminar. Sexuality scrambles the mind for men and women. Yeah. And didn't the, she compared women's brains to pancakes and syrup? Um, that's correct. Um, and <laughs> men's then, brains are like waffles, waffles which are they- better. I guess. Yeah, of course, because it has all the different compartments and they can compartmentalize. That's what that means. Whereas women just absorb everything and their brains just get so full. Right. Um, so page 13 uh, is about contrasting communication styles. Women often, quote, speak briefly and, quote, often ramble and miss the point. So somehow we're speaking briefly and rambling. <laughs> Sorry. That's my bullshit horn. We're <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking briefly and rambling. Uh, by yeah. comparison, men will speak at length because they really believe in their ideas. Women don't interrupt effectively like men. They wait their turn, which never comes, and raise their hands. Um, mm-hmm. So, 
We don't interrupt effectively. Don't interrupt effectively. Uh, then there's this checklist, which I think is, I think, I guess I'm a dude. Um <laughs> <laughs> this checklist. So it's it breaks traits down into masculine versus feminine. So God. here are the here are the masculine traits. Acts as a leader, aggressive, ambitious, analytical, assertive, athletic, competitive, defends one's beliefs, dominant, forceful, has leadership abilities, independent, individualistic, makes decisions easily. Masculinity, self-reliant, self-sufficient, strong personality, willing to take a stand, willing to take risks. I'm, I guess I'm a dude. I guess okay. I'm a dude because <laughs> – and I don't even understand masculinity. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I guess you were supposed to assign yourself a score, uh, like one one through five. But uh, by, by comparison, the female side um, says affectionate, cheerful childlike compassionate does not use harsh language eager to soothe hurt feelings femininity flatterable gentle gullible loves children loyal sensitive to the needs of others shy soft-spoken sympathetic tender understanding warm and yielding okay here's my question why in the hell would you want someone with those qualities working for your company. I mean, right. Unless you're running a fucking daycare center. Childlike. <laughs> Gullible. <laughs> right. Honestly, look, you know what? Cause they're looking for moms at the office. It's not my fucking job. How about that? Yeah. It's not my job to soothe your ego and kiss your boo-boos. You pussy. Right. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, I guess I'm a dude. So that was that was a that was a revelation for me this week. <laughs> yeah. Um oh it also it also advises um don't talk to men face to face. They're not receptive to that. Uh don't confront them in meetings because men perceive that as threatening. Meet them before or after the meeting to talk with them if you're having a conversation. Cross your legs and sit at an angle toward him. Don't talk face to face. Um, should we groom them too? Like we're <laughs> fucking monkeys <laughs> like, and pick the. It's like meeting a lion. Don't bear right? your teeth. Don't bear your teeth. <laughs> Don't be too aggressive or outspoken. Offer your thoughts in a benign way. Yeah. Um. Apparently, at this uh, event, women were also told that women's brains are six percent to eleven percent smaller than men's. That is is that a thing? It's not is, even a thing. It's not even were, a thing. <laughs> they were told that. Like, <laughs> if you're going to quote science, like, be accurate. <laughs> well, when I say it's not a thing, just I mean, just to clarify, I mean that size has nothing to do with intelligence. So no, it doesn't. Physically, I mean, perhaps, yeah, perhaps a one brain is smaller than another's, but there's no correlation between intelligence and brain size so um that was that was that and it really it really reminded me of that sorority girl letter that went viral a couple years ago do you remember that which one because a number of them did uh the one from the sorority that was apparently struggling and it was like we fucking suck so far no one wants to hang out with us and i don't know it just was like uh, Hold on, I'm googling don't, it. Sorority. Don't cheer for the other team. Uh, I sent it to you. Um, I, you, I wouldn't read it. It's <laughs> it's got a lot of it's got a lot of language that hasn't aged well, with the exception of the phrase "cunt punt," which I think is timeless. <laughs> oh, 2013, the greatest sorority freakout email ever. And of course, where did I find this? The cut. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute hold on hold on i do not give a flying fuck and sigma nu does not give a flying fuck about how much you fucking love to talk to your sisters you have 361 days out of the fucking year to talk to sisters and this week is not i fucking <laughs> them. this week goes is about fostering relationships in the greek community and that's not fucking possible if you're going to stand around and talk to each other and not our matchup yeah. <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> newsflash you stupid cocks 
<laughs> Frats don't like boring sororities. Oh, wait. Double fucking newsflash. Sigma Nu is not going to want to hang out with us if we fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. This also applies to you little shits that have talked openly about post-gaming at a different frat in front of Sigma Nu Brothers. Are you Okay, yeah, I'm not going to say that one because he uses the R word. That's not a rhetorical question. I literally want you to email me back telling me if you are... Oh, no. I'm not going to say that yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. I should read this. And and, and with all the... Uh, <laughs> when all the bad stuff comes up. <laughs> Listen to me, you stupid. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> are you are you fucking That's not a rhetorical question. So we're gonna have to link this. <laughs> because anyone who doesn't just remember this <laughs> can't even follow. <laughs> can't even follow the letter because so much has to be bleeped out, but um it's it's pretty funny it's a pretty funny letter um and then you know for people who um who weren't in sorority <laughs> the and, phrases wait a minute you got one you got one to share <laughs> um i've been cheering on our teams at all the sports doesn't that count for something no you stupid fucking ass hats it fucking doesn't do you want to know fucking why it doesn't count because you've been fucking up at sober fucking events too <laughs> i don't know oh, but i don't know I, I i kind of admire anybody that can uh, can use the word fucking in such in such a prolific and and compelling way <laughs> oh yeah i th- i think the letter is hysterical um and it also i mean you know like so people who were not uh greek may not know at a lot of events there's like a dress code and they they could go over the the rules before and like it's exactly what's in this stupid ernst and young handout it's like manicured nails well cut attire (laughs) Uh, be polished. Uh, no plunging necklines. Don't wear skirts that are too short. And it's just like, it's it's all the same stuff. That's what that's why it reminded me of that. <laughs> we could, <laughs> but can we talk for a second about you know like the ragged nails and things like yeah. that? I mean, this chick realizes that men don't notice shit like that, right? I mean, they they probably don't. Yeah, they probably don't. And it's typically other women that notice stuff like that. I'll never forget. <laughs> I got an email one day, and this was a couple, a few years ago, and it was from a reader. She was like, "Oh, I really love the column, blah 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 blah." But girl, you have to do something about your eyebrows. And I was like, "Wait, what?" what? She was like, "You know, I don't know if you have a thyroid problem." <laughs> what? I don't know if you. <laughs> Anywho. What is what is a bad thyroid do to your eyebrows? Does it make it them? Make, I guess it gives you thinning eyebrows. Mm. Anywho, sorry, sorry for that little tangent. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So you, so, so you see the connection. Um, yes. I, so one of these bullet points on this Ernst and Young thing too is have a good haircut, which I think is pretty vague <laughs> as as opposed to well what? well what does that mean like a good haircut i mean what what does that mean that could mean so many different things depending on which state you live in right you know like yeah if i go out and get the rachel today <laughs> the rachel <laughs> where i live that's not a good haircut <laughs> but like I don't know. Is that, is that still okay in Alabama or something? I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god! How terrible! And why was any anything any credence given to this to this thing? I don't know, but somebody got paid to put this together. It was a day and a half, and it was a it was a women's leadership seminar. I oh, but the the point you made though about um like the sorority guidelines being to impress other women, I think. 
applies here too because i yes, i think this agreed. is also the goal here right i think mm-hmm. when you're at work you do things like this because you want to appear to be a leader in front of other women and and, and so what you uh, yeah so what I think this woman thinks is this is how you appear to be a leader in front of other women right. and make sure to get a manicure and no bottle blondes and don't, it, don't flaunt your body at all because you might intimidate other women is essentially what this thing is saying. Right. Well, and you're going to, yeah. And you're going to distract men. Right. So, <sighs> which other women also aren't going to like. And I, what's, what's depressing about this is that i I feel like, um, you know, obviously a lot of the pointers and advice are, are total garbage, but the points about appearance are, are really not. <laughs> like it really, really, a lot of this is just like, be professional at work, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, just don't, just do your fucking job. The end. Good night. Take well, your grab bags on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Final thoughts. Uh, terrible advice, but it terrible would work, advice, but it would work. <laughs> but what do you mean? You think it would work? Uh huh. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know uh, uh, as much about the communication stuff, um, but like I said, in in terms of the advice regarding a woman's appearance, yeah, I think that women who dress well, take care of their hair and nails, like wear nice shoes. I think I do think that they tend to get promoted over women who don't do those things. If women, if other women are doing the promoting, don't you think? I think either way. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's unfortunate. See, I haven't been in corporate in a long time, so I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any statistics. This is just purely anecdotal, but that's that's my observation. I think this is terrible advice that works. Yeah. Sadly. All right. Speaking of uh, not so terrible advice at work, I'm trying to come up with a t- uh, kind of a segue, but I couldn't because my advice is awesome. Yeah. True. Okay. So we, there's a letter. <laughs> there, there is. It's, it's a long one. It's a long one and I'm not going to read the whole thing, uh, but it's from a woman in Paris and she's 30 years old and the username is so into him. Mm-hmm. And okay, I met this. I met this guy. We live in the same city, and he is a coach at the gym I go to. To start from the beginning, we went on a few dates. We ended up having sex at his place twice. It was amazing for the both of us. Now, right there, how do you know it was amazing for him? <laughs> I like had that question. Once as well. I see the the head hopping, yeah. Excuse me, the head hopping, and that's like when we go out on dates and say, oh, "Well, the chemistry was great for both of us." Well, you can't speak for somebody else. No. So right there, I kind of knew where this was headed. <laughs> Because she's speaking for him. Like, she's speaking as though she knows exactly what he's thinking. And then she said, he would even always drive me back home after our dates. Honey, he he should do that. <laughs> I know. That was so sad. Let's raise the bar. Just yeah. just a bit. Just a bit. Oh, he didn't make you get in an Uber? Oh. Right. <laughs> he didn't True make love. you walk? <laughs> there is a serious physical attraction between us, whether we are alone together or in public. In public, we are being so discreet because it's at his workplace. I, I don't think it's being discreet. I don't think he's being discreet, but okay. Yeah. I think he's just ignoring you. Anyhow, then I started getting so attached. He is very busy so and focused on his work and tasks. And did, he did honestly tell me he was having a hard time organizing and managing all the tasks he had to get done. Days passed and he had never had the time for us to meet up again. He finishes work late, never before nine and earlier on the weekends. But he probably also needs free time for himself. So the problem started when I was contacting him too much, but in a sweet way. I never realized it looked pushy. I really wanted to see him before going on holidays. Uh, It froze me. I may have texted him too much and he got mad. It froze me and I didn't answer back. I traveled, I traveled a month and a half past and no news from my side or his. When I was back, I tried to break the ice and make it right, which was a great idea. The only thing is now he is so into me sexually, but wants casual hookups. He said to me, listen, I don't want to be with someone, but if you ever want to meet up for casual hookups, I would love to take care of you. Mm, great. <sighs> okay. I'm going <laughs> to stop there because there's this belief out there that 
oh, well, oh, at least he was being honest. And then we give men points for being honest like this when in actuality they are insulting you Mm -hmm. by saying, eh, I'd fuck you, but I wouldn't date you. Yeah. And so let's not give – never, ever, ever give people points for doing what they're supposed to do. Oh, he drove you home after he banged you? He should do that. You know, oh, he was honest with you? He should be honest with you. Yeah. (laughs) But that's not being honest. I mean, he's outright insulting you, and he doesn't care if he insults you. Mm -hmm. So let's pay attention to that. Now let's go back to this missive. Honestly, I love that because I do want anything from him to get a piece of him. And I had myself come out of a very serious relationship six months ago So to me, it sounded like an exciting plan. We haven't gotten a chance to meet up. We occasionally bump into each other at the gym, but he still hasn't decided on a day. He has a lot to do and tasks are adding up. He did go out once or twice this week, though. Does he want us to meet when he is not so exhausted to really enjoy our moment together? So he is waiting for the right time. I send him sexy photos of me from time to time to spice things up and he loves it. Okay, here we go again. Um, You know, replying back with some eggplant emojis. Anybody can do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, you sent him sexy pictures of yourself and he replied and was like all horny. Okay. You know, like, th- right. th- but th- no again, bonus points for replying because he should be replying. Right. Uh, and um, that's not, there's no effort involved. So don't give, don't give him points for that. So about his behavior when I'm around at the gym, he always notices me wherever I go. He knows where I am, whom I'm talking to. The thing he doesn't like anyone knowing about his personal life, he told me that before. I eyes always meet. We smile at each other. I go to him and we kiss to say, hi, how are you? Acting so casual in front of everyone. He is constantly on his phone texting. When we are standing close with people around, he would never make eye contact. Does it have to do with his attraction towards me? Oh, God. Hold on. I have to... Okay. Does it have to do with his attraction towards me? Scared to get caught? Or could it be another reason? It is another reason. You freak him the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it is. I think it's his attraction. Right. And I I remember, I remember saying, like, you're basically stalking this guy and he's freaked out by you. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's essentially what's going on here. Um, He is a cold person, probably shy too, doesn't talk much, but at the same time, likes having people around. He is sociable. I am so into him. Why? You don't say. (laughs) I think of him every single day. I want to talk to him all the time. I'm stuck in my feelings for him. His star sign is cancer. He is 30 and always seems very responsible. Whenever another guy talks to me or stares at me at the gym, he is so aware. He would try to be discreet, but I can see he is looking this way. See, and this is where... It takes a turn for me. Yeah. This is where this letter takes a turn for me because she has she has created this relationship in her head, right? And and I've done this to a degree where I'm like, I know he knows where I am and he's aware of me and, you know, I've done that too where I thought, oh, he, that means he's interested in me and maybe it could just be total coincidence or you're projecting a lot of stuff onto this guy. Yeah. Um, let's see. I was working out and there was this guy who kept looking at me. He couldn't get his eyes off me. He was actually being coached by my crush who stepped away for a few minutes on his phone texting and waiting. Suddenly my crush realized that the guy was staring so much. He looked to see who the guy was looking at. When he saw it was me, he stopped texting and went straight to him. I kept on going with my workout but was really wondering what my crush was telling him. What do you think he was telling him? What could his sudden reaction mean? like i i think i don't think any of that happened (laughs) i don't think no um i believe she believes this happened sure like i don't think she's making this up this is how she sees the situation but it's not reality right uh and she's she's getting very very deep into this and creating a relationship in her head yeah right and he specifically said that there wasn't one. Right. Wasn't going to be one. Ever. Nope. <laughs> His texting habits, I always initiate. He doesn't. Probably because I don't give him time to miss me. 
So I decided not to text him every day. My messages aren't annoying, and I never lecture him about anything. He has his freedom. He reads my messages, sometimes answers right away, or after he is done with work. Sometimes he reads and doesn't answer when there's no question. It depends. I could not tell if he's just into me physically or if he actually likes me more than that but is afraid of commitment, was heartbroken before, disappointed before, or just doesn't have time or energy to give me more than just sex. Or could he himself be confused and not really know what exactly his feelings are for me? Nope. No, none of those actually. Confused. <laughs> and and it what what is concerning for me is she's naming all these possible reasons except the one thing <laughs> that is the reason. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, honey, he's he's just he's not into you at all. And is likely being nice to you because he's a little bit uncomfortable around you. Yeah. Well, right? and she is a client at his gym. I mean, he's right. He's trying to keep his job. Right. Uh, let's see. I would love to have your feedback and advice. I just really want to be with him, whether for fun or anything else. I'm not in a hurry to settle down with anyone, so I don't mind going with the flow. That's not true. Nothing about <laughs> this is going with the flow. Nope. This is all just this. You are not going with the flow. You are you you are bombarding. You are pushing this along. How can I get him to want to choose a day soon, no matter how busy his schedule is? You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> you cannot. Because he doesn't want to be with you. And it sucks to hear it put so bluntly. But he very well might have sex with you. But you are behaving in a way that says, uh, how do we, how you say in France, not brise. Yeah. <laughs> You are not breezy. Nope. Not breezy. No, this is not breezy. We need a t shirt. That's like with the merch idea. Write that down. <laughs> There's the end. It, it's when your behavior is not in line with your thinking, you know, if you say I'm totally okay with being casual and, but I'm going to text you every day and I'm going to notice that you don't respond and I'm going to be paying attention to everything that you do. That is not casual. No. And it's so important to pay attention to when your thoughts and your actions don't line up because when they don't line up, that means there's obviously there's an internal conflict going on. And that's when you need to take a step back. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't maybe maybe join a new gym. Maybe go to another gym because at but this yeah. point she's she's so she's so deep in it. I I mean, we just I don't even think <laughs> I I think she's got to join a new gym to get some distance. Well, yeah, that or uh he needs to get a restraining order. And I and I'm I'm only being halfway funny when I say that because this definitely is someone who is not aware of boundaries and not aware of social cues. Yeah. Well, and that's true. And there's a lot of fantasizing going on here. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty upfront. Yeah, he was pretty upfront. But to try and to, I don't know, give her a little bit of consideration, um, you know as well as I do that he's probably going along with it a little bit. Like when he sends, when she sends the sexy photos, he's, in, he's, in, he's indulging her. Yeah. So there probably is, to some degree, this uh, on his part, he likes the attention, but to a point. Right. You know, and this sort of reminds me of, uh, uh, there are accounts on Instagram that I follow that are women who post these messages that they get from guys on Tinder. But it's, what happens is, the men circumvent Tinder and they they DM these women on Instagram only because the women link their Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of messages where the men are all telling this woman how beautiful she is. And so it's very hard for me when when she po she just posts new one, you know, day after day, week after week, and it's like, well are you you can't possibly be complaining about this you you must be you must like this and if you don't want them contacting you through fucking instagram unlink your instagram mm 
Yeah. But that's like, you want these guys to DM you and tell you how beautiful you are. And the, here's the thing. I can tell you right now that if we found, if we saw a picture of this person, they would be average looking. Hmm. Average looking. Because these douchebags on Tinder, they will say that to anybody if it, if they think they'll get laid. Yeah. So I, I kind of feel like it's a little bit like this where I really like this attention, but I'm, you know, but I'm not going to say don't do this or I'm not going to set it up so that I don't have to deal with this anymore mm-hmm. because I kind of like the attention, but I want it on my terms. Yeah. Well, I mean, this guy is happy to receive a, a photo of her if it is a prelude to them having sex. Right. But he probably doesn't appreciate it all week long. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. Oh, girl. Uh, so Can I just say, also, you're in Paris. Right. Like, you're in Paris. <laughs> this is not the in only Paris. guy in Paris. This isn't the only guy. If you were in Minnesota, this wouldn't be the only guy in Minnesota. No. <laughs> but you're in Paris. Paris. <laughs> Please have as much sex with as many men as you can in paris <laughs> please what are you doing yeah it's paris <laughs> i yeah i agree i totally agree so so into him what i would say is unfortunately uh, he's really just not that into you probably enjoys the attention to a certain degree um, but forget about him. I don't really care about him. I care about you, and I care about why this, why you are so, so so consumed by this guy. Yeah. You know why do we get so consumed with with guys like this? You know, it's there is something fantastical about it that we we hang on to this. We hang on to these fantasies because the fantasies are better than reality. Yeah. Well, you know? and I, I would guess this, okay. This guy's a trainer at her gym. I mean, he's he's, he's probably fit, right? He's mm-hmm. Probably not necessarily. Well, fit, yeah, but not in, not necessarily in the traditional sense. I've seen a lot of trainers that aren't fit in the traditional sense. Uh, okay, <laughs> maybe that's not it. <laughs> maybe that's, he, yeah, he's maybe hot. He's, 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 he's very I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> His sun sign. I don't know. Well, who knows. <laughs> Um, but well, I'm just guessing, uh, or I guess speculating rather that he's, he's good looking, which is why she's Mm -hmm. making allowances and excuses and projecting reasons onto him for why so much projection, so much projection, right? Mm. Yeah. The amount of projection going on here is, is concerning. I think it is. Um, I'm just trying to. Well, I, I don't know. There's there's all kinds of reasons, right? Maybe it's attachment style in general. Maybe she's new to the city and just doesn't know many people, mm-hmm. um, and is kind of latching onto this because uh, it's just you know scary to be in a new city on your own. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of reasons. So yeah, there's something very arrested about it. You know, it, it could be a lack of experience. Could be. You know, I don't know. I think it sucks. I just, I, I don't know. I've been there. I, I know what it's like to like crush on somebody and you're sure, sure, sure that there's something there. Right. But it's because, and I'm, for me, it was always uh, because I preferred the fantasy. The fantasy was safe. So Maybe I don't know why she's is. doing. Maybe it is. Who knows? All right. So one last thing. Can we go to Instagram for a second? Sure. And we're going to go to that a little nudge. Okay. <laughs> because in one of our many uh, sessions that we never aired, uh, we read <laughs> we read uh, a we read a, a, a message from somebody that I thought was um, pretty pretty great. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Hang on. So, little nudge. Becky from Match. These are uh, okay. So, the 
message from Tommy says, your photos and profile, Catherine, has me puzzled as to why you would need this often silly and frustrating meeting site to connect with a would-be suitor. Your dance card should be filled without match. Enjoy the compliment. <laughs> Tommy T. <laughs> More merch idea. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> this is not the one I thought you were going for. I thought you were going Which for one? the ice cream one. Oh no, we'll go for that. Hold on, that that was a good one too. Um, okay, so well, this is another one. We can't just we can't just breathe. We can't just leave Tommy hanging. Tommy T. Yeah, Tommy of T. course. <laughs> Enjoy the compliment. Period. Enjoy the compliment. <laughs> yeah, like she, of course, thought it was that he was insulting her, mm-hmm. and I don't know that he was necessarily insulting her as much as he was just trying way too hard. But he, I, I have to say, solid clothes with the. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the compliment. Yeah, this is masterful in its use of white space. <laughs> we've got the, we've got the the statement itself, right? Yeah. The space. Enjoy the compliment. Period. Yeah. Space. As, it, it, you're key. supposed to. You're supposed to infer the the pause, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Into the compliment, kind of like how you doing? <laughs> is that what it's? Is that what it's like? I don't. <laughs> so could be like so many things. <laughs> uh, okay, so this guy here's another one. This guy writes, "What does he say? Hold on." She. Somebody wrote. Somebody wrote. Excuse me. That was all my stuff falling to the ground. Um, do you have this pulled up? Yeah. So it's a guy um, about to tuck into a plate of ice cream. And the woman writes, please tell me you ate that whole ice cream dish. And he says, I did. It was my birthday dessert. She says, nice work. When's your birthday? More importantly, what flavor? He says, my birthday is today. That was plain vanilla, but you're probably more the flavor I would enjoy. Yes, and a little nudge because, oh my God, this woman, she really doesn't just does not. She has absolutely no sense of humor. She's offended by this. She thinks that there's some sort of racial component to it, or that it's sexual. Right. And you know what? It's not. It was a guy being cute. I mean, it, yeah, that right? Like that was. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of clever, kind of a dad joke. It's like right in between. Right in between. Like, uh, it, I like it, it. it. I liked it too. Um, although I have to say, like one thing, something that always grosses me out is the idea when men say things like, I, you know, I like how she tastes. It's like, Whoa. Well, how often do you hear <laughs> that? I don't hear that very often yeah, at see, all. I mean, I don't know. I've heard. Okay, this might get a little too personal. But I whatever. In any case, when is this going well for you? <laughs> it's usually a reference to going down on a woman. Well, that that's not my question. <laughs> my question is, when is this coming up for you in conversation? Uh, well, not in like general conversation. More like in bed. And they said that about someone else? No, the, they said it about me. Oh, okay. Jesus. Okay, I'm just... This is... Okay. Right. Uh, like, I would avoid anything that has to, that alludes to, like, tasting. I don't know. I, I thought it was cute, but I could, it, it, it's very easily misinterpreted, I think. Okay. Especially if you're uptight. Well, sure. Clearly. Yeah. So sure, clearly. Uh, all right. Well, that was that. We've nothing. Nothing really major there. Um, do you have any podcast recommendations? Netflix recommendations? I do. I've Ooh. been watching "Living with Yourself" on Netflix. Oh, with Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> um, man, this is just a dream come true for me. How how have I lived my whole life? And there hasn't been a series with two Paul Rudds. Right. The more Rudd, the better. Yeah, he really has. Not only has he aged so spectacularly well, but he's one of those actors, one of those celebrities that you can tell everybody likes. Oh, great. (laughs) You know, everybody likes him. 
Yeah. And that's why he's lasted as long as he has. Like he's in, the other one is uh, Jason Bateman, although he's had a couple of moments. Yeah, he has. But for the most, he's <laughs> he has. Um, he Jason Bateman, you know, he's kind of lasted a long time. The, George Clooney. I mean, the, I think the main reason why George Clooney has lasted as long as he has is because he's so gracious. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So yeah, Paul Rudd. I do like that. I want to check that out. Do you like it? I do. What's the premise? Tell people the premise. Uh, the premise is there's a there's a guy who's uh, late thirties, approaching middle age. Um, he is late thirties. Yeah, he's. I said approaching. <laughs> he's kind no. of he's kind of burnt out in his job. Oh, you think he's older than that? You think he's late forties? I mean, I know that is like 50 years old. Well, I know in real life he is. Um, But in the show, he and his wife are talking about having a baby. That's why I said late 30s. Oh, my God. As I was projecting. So, (laughs) (laughs) so whatever age he is, he's um, talking about having a baby with his wife. His wife wants a baby. He's kind of dragging his feet. Uh, He feels burnt out at work and just sort of like frustrated by you know the banality of daily living and Mm -hmm. this guy at work is like oh i know what you need go do this thing and i can't tell you what it is because spoilers but he goes and does this thing Mm -hmm. and then uh kicks off from there you're not going to tell people what happens? No. I mean, I, I think, isn't it kind of like, it's not a spoiler alert. The premise is well known. Is it? Like the premise is public. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he clones himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he didn't, he didn't know that that is what he was going to that place for. Oh, right. It's it's very um, it's a very secretive organization, and all the guy at work says is, "Go with fifty thousand dollars to this address, and it'll change your life." And so he goes to that. What could possibly go wrong there? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So he goes, and um, they put him under, and uh, yeah, he discovers that he he has cloned himself. So. And hilarity ensues. Some, some, some. <laughs> I don't. I call, yeah, so, I wouldn't call it a comedy, but um, it does have double the rud. So, double the rud. <laughs> so I am enjoying that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Definitely check out Sinister Two. I thought it was it was creepy, spooky. Have you seen any good scary movies? What good scary movies have you watched? Um, last night I watched Wounds. Oh. What's that? I don't even know, man. <laughs> well, um, it's um so <laughs> it's a it's a horror film. It's about a guy um again who's kind of frustrated with his life, kind of burnt out. Um he's kind of a kind of a loser though. He's he like dropped out of school and is a bartender and is openly cheating on his girlfriend um with a regular at the bar. And one night at the bar, a fight breaks out and some other patrons leave a cell phone behind. He hacks into the phone and sees a series of horrifying images and that his life sort of starts falling apart. Like he starts having nightmares and gets really paranoid. Um, And then the end is super confusing so i like i couldn't even spoil it if i wanted to because i don't even know what happened (laughs) anything else have you seen anything else um nothing comes to mind right away no where is this wounds where can we see this Uh, i saw it on hulu but i think it's on netflix also Ugh. okay well all right people Send us letters. Go to womenologypod.com and send us letters. And rate us five stars, god damn it, on iTunes. I'm going to have to start linking to iTunes. I think because I link to SoundCloud, more people listen that way. Uh, What else? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, womenologypod. Does anybody use, like, follow people on Twitter anymore? Is that, is Twitter a thing anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, like I, I check Twitter for the, you know, what's trending, but for the most part, I can't take all the outrage, so I, I close out very quickly. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. That seems it seems to be uh, political commentary and not much else. Ugh, I'm done. I'm absolutely done with it. Uh, all right, Sarah. Any final thoughts here? Yes. Uh oh. Enjoy the compliment.